Stop Horror Time contains graphic and explicit content. It may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What's your favorite scary movie? Sebastian, back at it again with the sharks. Yeah, I couldn't resist. I had to come back on. I muscled my way back. No, that's fine. It's it's nice having someone here. That's not just me and Elle yelling into the void. So it's great. Happy to be the void for you all. I am the void. (laughs) Welcome. So since your special guest is back, would you like to introduce the movie of the week? Oh, yes, it is a movie that is very near and dear to all three of our hearts for many reasons, but it is the 1975 classic Jaws. <laughs> Heard of it. Directed <laughs> directed by your boy, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> up and comer. What's up, demons? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yes, let's talk about this. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is our obviously our 4th of July episode, Woo-hoo. but... Oh, so that's yeah. what made us pick this, but what made you want to hop on and talk about it with us, Z? Um, it's probably my favorite movie of all time. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, um, it's one of those movies that not only I love watching, but I get something new out of it every single time I watch it. So it's like really fun in that way for me. But um, sharks have been a long, a lifelong passion for me. I obsessed over them when I was little and thankfully retained a lot of that shark knowledge today so i'll see if i can pepper something <laughs> that in um oh i have to ask them because i have another friend who was supposed to be on who wanted to be wanted to be here uh, couldn't be here um she also like is obsessed with sharks and obsessed with this movie but like i know that like this was kind of the start of like kind of demonizing sharks that like still mm. yes happens it's like how do you, yes. how, do you feel, how do you feel about that um, well, obviously not very good. It actually had like kind of a two-pronged uh-huh. effect because people, you know, they went into the ocean. They didn't really give a shit about anything <laughs> in it, you know, anything yeah. dangerous. Would be it yeah. sharks, octopi, yeah. barracuda. But obviously this called a lot more attention to it. So shark fishing and hunting actually skyrocketed Oof. in the years following this movie, which is crazy. But because of that, and um, uh, act activists and conservationists like uh, Rodney King, I believe, was the Australian that got majorly dismembered (laughs) by uh, Sharky. Um, Conservation efforts also went up um, to kind of combat this. So I understand. uh, I don't really blame the movie so much for it because they didn't know that this would happen. I blame the society Mm -hmm. now, especially um, around like Shark Mm. Week that purposefully demonized. That's why I, like, didn't go see The Shallows. I was just like, are we still doing this? (laughs) Yep. I refuse to watch that movie based on this. (laughs) I saw a cinema cinema sins of that movie, and it was just, like, just this, like, yeah, it was all, it was bullshit. It was, like, a wannabe (laughs) Jaws movie, and it just works, though. And it's, like, 
Ugh, it's just so, it's so bad. And it's like an ocean movie where the shark is the enemy. It's groundbreaking. What's next? Florals for spring? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just... If you're in deep open water, there's gonna be sharks there. That's their home. You're in their home. Hey, even if... Yeah, yeah. Shark, in, shark infested Yeah. Water. Oh, well, see. They live there. Yeah, not infested at all. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's the thing about the ocean. There's a ton of shit out there that's going to kill you because that's not an environment humans are really supposed to be in. Yup. Yeah. You know? It's just... I mean, you're, you have as much chance of getting attacked by a shark as, like, a fucking bear. So just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't go outside, and that's how I live. <laughs> <laughs> we should all be so yeah, lucky no, to get attacked by sharks. If I was meant to get in, to be in the ocean, I'd probably be in the ocean already, like when I was born. So I'm just I try not to go into the ocean because I'm just mm. I love the ocean, but I like don't go into it mm. because I'm just like I don't want to like get in y'all's home at all. Thank you very much, but I also very much do adore sharks and the ocean. It's a very interesting back and forth for me. I've noticed that, um, especially among queer people, there's really a dichotomy of are you a space gay or a deep ocean gay? And I'm definitely a deep ocean gay. (laughs) I'm a both. (laughs) Well, like, um, one of my friends uh, vehemently hates the ocean, will not let me talk about it. But for me, for my money, I would rather die at the bottom of the ocean than out in space, because at least I know I'm on Earth. That's that's valid. Yeah. That's valid. There's some, there's just something about the vastness of space that seems a little bit more intimidating than the ocean because oh, at yeah. least there's a limit there at some point. Yeah. But yeah, space it just keeps going. So it's pretty big. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just peanuts big. compared to space. <laughs> <laughs> and we still only explored like what ten percent of all of our oceans that we have. Oh yeah, less than that. We know more so. about the surface of the moon than the ocean floor. So the fucking fucking megalodons down in the cloud area. There's not a megalodon. No, oh my god, there's not a fucking megalodon. I'm gonna fucking fight you. (laughs) You and that discovery channel bullshit. (laughs) No, it was the meg, but Jason stayed them, and everybody got to like knock him down a peg, and like the shark was great. Like she's great, love her. Um. (laughs) It was just a stupid, fun movie. Like, you can't take it seriously at all. It was legitimately one of my... It was one of my favorite movies of last year. (laughs) Which is why I could never be a film critic. Like, top ten. (laughs) The Meg. Liking things is valid. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we should talk about Jaws, though. (laughs) Let's talk about Jaws. And although this this shark is not a megalodon, but it's a pretty damn big shark anyways, so... We can talk about jobs. Bigger than any recorded great white ever. <laughs> 25-footer. Yes, big that's not... Shark. No, um, they it's actually very recently um, spotted a 14-footer off uh, the coast of Florida. Ooh. Yeah. Of yeah, they usually Florida. get to about... Um, I think they topped out at around 18 mm. feet. Yeah. I'm trying to think back now. Sounds, it's never been 25 feet. Right. Yeah, like you really well, yeah, see that the... Was the Jaws shark. That was a shark. They say he was 25 no, feet yeah. long. So yeah. yeah, that was a big shark. It's too yeah, big. you really that's see the scale big. when he's like eating the the cat old cap and it's like, oh, that's yeah. a big yeah. ass shark. <laughs> that part like uh, scarred Robert me as a Shaw. child. <laughs> we must eat oh, Robert Shaw. Shaw. Good old what like I have so many questions that will never be answered about like what's going on with it. <laughs> 
Oh, oh I have God. so many answers because I adore the fuck out of this movie, and so does he. So we don't. I mean, <laughs> what he lives there, right? He just what is yeah? yeah. He's just the local like. He's no, he's a fisherman. Yeah. Okay. He's just fucking wild. This is what he does. <laughs> <laughs> he's wild. He's, he's, he's he out there being feral for no reason. <laughs> he's so extra. Just all the time. Like when he, like you first introduced to him and he like is like raking his nails down the chalkboard. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is it. going on? With this he's guy? just lonely. He's very lonely. <laughs> very traumatized and lonely and a lot. Of, a lot. He's a lot to deal with. That's true. I mean, like, if you watch your friends get eaten by sharks for, you know, several hours on end, I feel like that might Is that fuck his you up backstory? for the rest of your life. Yeah, when he was on the oh my US God, yeah. in Indianapolis. Let's, yeah. Yeah, um, there he got bombed on a secret mission. Oh, right. His entire ship fucking sank, and he had to watch his friends get eaten over the course Jesus. of, like, what, 12 hours? It was like 100, 100 11,000 men went into the ocean, and like 300 something came out, and it was like over the course of like four or five days, I think, because they didn't send out a yeah. distress signal because they were supposed to be secret delivering the bomb for Hiroshima and shit. So, which is actually yeah. a real story that did happen. So mm-hmm. that is very true. That did happen. But I don't think Robert Shaw was actually on it. I, <laughs> yeah. he was there. I hope not. That would be wild. <laughs> <So what? laughs> um, so let's talk about yeah, the movie. Let's talk about what the movie's um, about. Uh, yes. Uh, sharks and summer fun. <laughs> it's about town's wor- the worst Family. mayor ever. <laughs> Family. Uh, yes. <laughs> that, like that yes. line from Ghostbusters 2016, which is like, please don't be like the mayor in Jaws. He's like, never compare me to the Jaws mayor. Never! <laughs> oh my god. But I will say, his suits oh, are on point. Yes. Covered in I think ashes. I made note of that. His couture, yes. yeah. Culture. He's cute. I love it. So, yes, this amazing, amazing movie. This is, like, Steven Spielberg's, like, biggest, like, de- debut. Because he didn't duel before this. Yeah. And that was on got the job TV. For this. Um, so, and then this. Well, no. I think it well, is. I'm trying to think of when. No, when did um, Third Encounters Ooh, come out? I can check that real quick for you. But. I just yeah, know that duel got a misdrop, so I assumed it was what preceded it. Yeah. It might have been the reason he even casts Richard mm. Dreyfuss. Indeed. The boy. The boy. The boy. Oh my god. The like only Mr. person with common sense on that island. I know, and I He's love so... him. I stand. Stan. Like so no hard. one no one listens Stan to Hooper. the scientist about these science issues. No, there was one point. Yeah. He's like, that's no, an entirely it. different shark. No, it's fine. We're everyone go back in the water now. Like <laughs> Oh my god, I love when he is yeah. like, that's not the right shark. That's a tiger shark. The guy turns out, <laughs> oh, uh, That is my favorite fucking thing. No, um, a fun bit of movie trivia about that. That was a real shark that was just rotting in the open air and oh everyone kept god. throwing up. <laughs> movie magic. Don't like that. <laughs> Over the course of the day, people just had to stop I and gotta, throw I gotta, up off like, camera the, really yeah, quick. Third Encounters was two years after Jaws. Uh, so yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, this it good for boy. good for the boy. <laughs> Love it. Um, uh, yeah, just Steven Spielberg. I remember hearing on a documentary I was watching about this movie. He said like, if 
I wasn't so inexperienced and so stubborn, this movie probably would never have been made because he just kept going no matter how much that damn mechanical shark <laughs> fucked up every single day. <laughs> well, yeah, we love Bruce. <laughs> it worked out in their favor in the long run that they couldn't oh, use yeah. it and show it as much because, you know, when, it, when you do finally see the big boy... Yes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I said on the last yeah, episode. Less yeah, is more yes. in horror. Um, this definitely yeah. proved it. and, like, and also, like, because we also have to give out a big shout-out to John Williams for the score, because I don't think that this movie would have been half as successful if it wasn't for mm-hmm. the legendary dun-dun-dun-dun noise. Because, like, if you hear that, even if you've never seen Jaws, your first thought is shark. So, like... And what if they started playing that at the beach whenever there was a shark spot? They just turned that on. And everyone hears the. That, God, that, it's that, like air raid sirens. Air horns. <laughs> so shit. Just, uh. Yeah, that's uh, when you know you've done something memorable. Is like it's so yeah. heavily in the zeitgeist that even like kids who've never seen Jaws know what those notes mean and like are afraid of the water just knowing for some reason. Definitely. I would like to thank my sister's friends for taking my family and I up to the lake, and I was six or seven years old, and I was in their cabin, and they decided it'd be a great time to put on Jaws. I did not go in the lake the next day, so thank you for that. It's a that lake. also started... I, I was six! This is a ghost shark! Yeah. <laughs> I was an idiot back then, and I'm still an idiot now, and I just didn't know oh, any I better. I no, like I mean, who am I talking about? I thought sharks would come up in swimming pools, so, like... Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There was a part of the uh, pool at uh, the neighborhood I grew up in that was, like, one part was, like, darker mm, concrete, because oh, yeah. it was, like, for the slide area, and I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, a visual cue or just part of the aesthetic, but as soon as you, like, swim in there, if you're underwater, you mm. feel like you're actually in, like, an Ugh. aquarium tank and you're going to be God. attacked. Which, I mean, you shouldn't be in that area anyway because yeah. you're going to get hit by someone coming out of the slide. But after seeing Jaws, I definitely yeah. thought I would die if That's, I were in there. Yeah, definitely. Just no thank you about that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, basically, Big Ass Shark comes to the island of Amity, and Amityville and decides to fuck it up all summer long. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Amity just Island. Amity Island. I, it's just Amity Island. Amity, I hear Amityville and shit like that, and I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Amityville Horror no, Island. Amity, as you know, the means friendship. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, whoops. <laughs> How could we have seen this happen? So, yeah, we gotta try to kill this big-ass fuck. shark. Uh, and... That's ba- that's basically the plot of the movie right there. But it we takes like multiple death deaths it. for them to. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, over multiple days because yep. it's Fourth of July weekend, and that is the yeah. only money-making weekend for this yep, island. Yep, they'll die if they don't have the summer tourists. So it's like it's true. One hand need the money to survive. On the other hand, big fucking sharks. So it's like who wins out in the end? Yeah. And I noticed when I was watching the movie that of all the deaths that happen, I think uh, Quince is the second longest because Chrissy's is the Oof. longest. Oh, yeah, oh, Chrissy. Poor that fucking That poor girl. Chrissy. Like, I think she did injure her back with that harness that she was wearing. Like, it injured her. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I was just, uh, yeah, because they were tugging so damn aggressively on it. And I was like, it just kept going. And I was like, shit, I forgot how long this was. But everybody else's deaths yeah. were, like, off screen like, even. quick. At least it wasn't like a blood fountain like Alex Kittner, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Those, 
It was children spraying. that were next to him, man. Huh? I know, they didn't what? Even notice. They're like, what? Oh. They, were like, they were out. <laughs> oh, I just what? can't believe it ate that dog. That, every time I'm like, no! Is that... What? Tip it. Just Tip all... It. All the myriad of deaths that they're all—they're all unique, like snowflakes. Like I'm thinking of like that hippie that was on the. I boat. always I say like, that to my brother. Say, guys, okay. Swallowed. <laughs> you guys okay? Ah! Swallowed by shark. Yeah. leg going down into the bottom of the pond. I know that oh, was horrible. That's horrible. And oh, the, the fucking kids that had the cardboard mm. fin. When it's like you know that oh, like God. people are on edge already, and it's like they're little kids, they're dickheads, just doing this shit. I chalk that up to a lot of the culture mm-hmm. of the time because people didn't really think yeah. about danger ever in the seventies. <laughs> I mean, that's how there were so many serious. They were also colors. little kids too, so I guess. Especially like, if you live in a small town, you don't think about danger, right? So. I assume. Oh yeah. Yeah. Never. Oh. You yes, don't think they about said because like in Amity, they said like in the last twenty years there had never been like a murderer shooting, and now you got like five people dead because of a giant ass shark. And I'm just like, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, they never yeah. even had a shark attack. Like literally, they they said that the most common thing was like yeah. boat propeller accidents. <laughs> Which I mean, fuck. <laughs> talk about our protagonist Brody real quick because oh, I yeah. love Boyshire. I the love boy. him. Our boy Brody. Um, yeah. He's the chief of uh, the towns, and he just moved there like last fall. So he's like, this is his first ever summer on mm-hmm. Amity Island. Also, that's why no one fucking listens and to him. His his. I said, is that why yeah. no one listens to him? Hmm? Yeah. Well, also, and because like, yes. when this shit happens, yeah. it of course it happens during the tourism season. Otherwise, I feel like because a lot of them tend to go to him. Because there was one part I wrote down. Um, the karate chopping fences. The karate chopping fences. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta stop. A, I don't know a, what to do about dead, that. Like van in front of my store, just like just menial little shit. So like they seem to be able to depend on him, but then it's like they have conflict when it comes to this like summertime tourism versus you know big shark. And then they tried like with Chrissy's death, they put it down as shark attack, and he wanted it to close off the beaches. And it's like correct, that's what you do. And then they had to be like, oh, maybe it was just a boat propeller accident. And the coroner was like, yeah, yeah. I was wrong. And I was like, oh, it's not good to be wrong about that. How can you no. not tell the difference between a boat? It's on purpose, obviously. But it's just like, don't do that. And yeah. then, of course, like, that's, that's why I don't like uh, Ms. Kinter blaming Brody about her kid dying. Because, like, he did want to do the right thing. But I can also see why she did. Well, that's the I just thing. Personally, just like it. I would have blamed the mayor, honestly. But again, yeah. I mean, well, you know, he's the one with the authority. Yeah. I mean, besides the mayor, but I don't feel like anyone really looks no, to yeah. the mayor to keep the public safe. That's really the True. chief of police. So since he didn't do that, and you know, she obviously yeah. doesn't know the inner politics of it. She I, doesn't I know what we know. She did it. So it's um, like it's why uh, <laughs> irony. It's the worst. Uh, uh, it's dramatic uh, irony. Sad boy. <laughs> Taken too soon. He's like the only kid that gets eaten in the whole movie. I think everybody else is an adult that gets eaten. And a dog. That's it. But you never see the dog. So I'm like, and a dog, Pepe. That. Thank you, Steven, for preventing yeah. me with that scarring trauma. Thank <laughs> you to all the animal lovers out there. 
I'm gonna compile um, a letterbox list of like just kept... movies where the dog survives. That's gonna be like. Yeah. It ain't this. I was wa- it's not a horror movie, but I was watching ah. um, The Mountain Between Us, and the dog survived the whole movie, even though he should not have been able to survive this fucking movie. But I'm just like, I'm willing to, like, bend the laws for this. Is that the movie with Kate Winslet and Idris They fucked on that mountain, and I was like, alright, we're gonna do this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Winslet and Idris Elba just God did that, so I'm like, okay, I guess. Um, we're so grateful for it. And we're so grateful. <laughs> Oh, this whole, oh, this, this movie. I, I love Jaws, because it's such a fucking good movie. And the casting is just so, like, I can't imagine mm. anybody else in the roles. So, like, you know, obviously they did, like, a really well-done job. Especially with uh, Robert Shaw, legendary Oh, my God. Actor. He's in a Robert production Shaw. of, mm. I once uh, watched yeah. a production of, like, Hamlet from, like, the 60s, and he plays, um... He plays Claudius, oh and he has, like, a shirtless sex scene with Gertrude, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> oh my god. Mr. Shaw! Okay. 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 Oh, speaking of okay. sex scenes, what? I want to compare... <laughs> no, I just gotta just no. mention oh. it real briefly, because the book was written... Oh, yeah! Like... <laughs> yeah. Don't read the oh, fucking yeah. book. Oh, yeah, don't read um, this book. <laughs> Unless you're just like I want to see what this like, book? the difference between We're so the movie sorry. and the book is, and like because that's what the I big wanted dip, to right? We did this episode. It fucking like the movie is vastly better because Peter eventually uh, <sighs> and Carl Gottlieb were like we're gonna give the gays everything they want and took out the hetero love triangle and made Brody and uh, Martin Brody <laughs> Martin <laughs> Martin Brody and Hooper gay. Yeah. So it's great. All right, take a breath. You're getting worked up about your gays again. <laughs> Um, I was trying to throw my book at the same time. Yeah. But yes. That that is true. Um, Unfortunately, Hooper is a massive pervert in the book Mm -hmm. um, and seduces Helen Brody uh, on the sly while they're trying to hunt down this (laughs) shark. And I don't think they ever close the deal. um, But they do. They they do. Okay. Uh, And that's Mm -hmm. kind of the reason Hooper dies in the book. Sorry, spoilers. But um, it's because he's (laughs) such a massive pervert. Yes. and then they cast uh, Richard Dreyfuss, and they made him a lot more likable. And then he survived, obviously. So yeah. you know, it's thank also you. He's gay. <laughs> well, yes, he's, this is the he's a beautiful gay boy shark. who we love. <laughs> oh yes, God. this shark eats heteros. <laughs> down with heteros, shark. Happy fucking pride. <laughs> <laughs> They've arrived, and they're down with heteros, shark, and they killed me. Oh my God. So El, this we're we're, we're tapping oh into God. the gay portion of this podcast, right? El, um, this um, they they mentioned the. What I'm assuming you brought for the the true crime part of this, they mentioned that in the movie, the the 1916 attacks. Yes. Yes, they mentioned that, and that that is the first ever uh, recorded shark attacks that happened. Um, that happened all the way up in New Jersey. Hey. So, fucking New Jersey. So we talk, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, 1916. Plus the epidemic of Jaws equals massive hunting for a shark craze. Uh, back then in 1916, at the time, scientists thought sharks were like benign. They were just neutral. They didn't really do much. A little more than large, unintelligent fish with big teeth. Um, they also thought they wouldn't come close to humans, at least not in like the northern waters. 
or near the tropics. And there was a millionaire. He was an athlete. His name was Herman Ulrichs. He was so convinced that sharks were harmless that to humans he dove twice into shark-infested waters to prove his point to a bunch of people. Uh, it was awful. Same. And, uh, this shit went down really bad. It's in for 12 days in July of 1916. Uh, sharks wreaked havoc. Um, it was a really hot summer in New Jersey, and of course, there's no air conditioning, so everybody was going out to like creeks and rivers and just anywhere where there's water to get into it. Um, so the first victim, 25-year-old Charles Vansett, had arrived in Beach Haven, New Jersey on July 1st of 1916. He was with his father, mother, and two sisters to celebrate Independence Day. Uh, just after sunset, mistake number one, don't go into the ocean after sunset. We know this now, but that was, that was one of the contributing factors. He went into the ocean. He was in good shape. He was a strong uh, kid, and he swam 50 yards from the shore into chest-deep waters. Um, he, all the while, he was trying to convince uh, a dog to swim to him in the water. Uh, there was a group of people on the beach that noticed a dark shape lingering in the ocean. They tried to warn him, but he was, like, not paying attention. He was just too busy focused on the dog, which, like, same. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, uh, on duty, lifeguard and friend of the victim, Alexander Ott, uh, ran to the water when, uh, Vanset started screaming. Uh, his sister was on the shore, and she watched as two people formed a human chain to help pull him out of the water. Uh, the shark did not let go of him until its stomach scraped the sandy bottom of the shore, uh, but no one can estimate the size of the shark. And since he was missing all of one leg and most of another, so that's what happened to him. <laughs> that's. I mean. No, he did, did he not. survive? He died at the hospital at 6.15 okay, cool. p.m. that same day. His death made the page 18 wow. of the New York Times as polio remained a big news of the day. So, like, this was not a huge thing. <laughs> so, like, dies after attack by fish is what the article headline said. <laughs> Got upstaged by polio. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> Been taken. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Um, so hotel owners along the beach where he died put up safety netting about 300 feet from uh, shoreline in order to be like, okay, let's prevent this from happening again. Too bad the next victim was not anywhere close to where that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Bruder, well, age 27, was an excellent swimmer. He was taking a lunch break from his job as a bellhop at the Essex and Sussex Hotel in Spring Lake in the afternoon of July 6, 1916. It's about 45 miles north of Beach Haven. Uh, so, yeah, useless-ass nets. He swam out into the ocean beyond the boundaries of normal beachgoers, and witnesses said they suddenly heard him start, like, shouting in terror. They said that they saw his body being flung into the air as a short shark tore his legs off. Witness Mona Childs watched the attack through theater glasses <laughs> as she stood on the shore. Why wasn't this in Jaws? Ooh! Oh. Peter glasses on me at all times. Just watch this shit. Some entertainment. Just in case. Uh, God. What's he doing um, over there? Oh. It's a, big it's a large fish. fish. Uh, she a reported fish. seeing the shark turn away from Bruder only to dart back towards him. She described it as an airplane attacks a Zeppelin. Um, 
two lifeguards swam out to him when they arrived. He oh. yelled, a shark bit me, bit off my legs. Uh, everything below the knees had been torn away. Uh, he went into shock and then died. So hundreds of people had witnessed this attack this time. Uh, women fainted and got sick, uh, both from the heat and the shock. Uh, and the news traveled really fucking fast. Um, so the hotel operator of the Essex and Sussex Hotel that he worked for sent a message to other hotels up and down the Jersey Shore to get the fuck out of the water. Uh, so there was a huge conference being held by scientists and medical doctors following this attack. Uh, there were, it was the second shark attack within five days of each other. So, And some experts genuinely thought that it cannot be a shark to be <laughs> responsible. Um, he couldn't, so John Treadwell Nichols, you useless dumbass, examined the body of Charles Bruder and concluded that an orca whale had been responsible for the attack. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, saying, like, are you serious face, right? <laughs> what? Other? Orcas, yeah! Orcas? <laughs> there's a lot, no, I mean, there's just a lot of problems with this. I can't. I love that it, their first thought was, uh, orcas, oh. probably. I don't know. Have you heard of orcas? Oh, That's no, probably this is even it. better. And there were other scientists that stressed that another attack was not likely because sharks didn't simply attack people. <laughs> and the scientists did everything in their power to de-emphasize the threat sharks posed to human beings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong, they, though. They're really not That's, a uh... natural threat to us. We just happen to be in their territory, and they're yeah, like, like, they think of these happen it's just because food. they swam out too far, like yeah, it's not like because yeah. in Jaws, like he's like yeah. going at night in the kitty kitty pool. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so fair. journalists and attendees were speculating at this conference that the uh, attacks were from killer Same. mackerels instead, large sea turtles, or even German U-boats because what? of the hysteria surrounding it's World the War II growing. Oh, yeah, I That's my fave. love that. I was <laughs> bit by a German. <laughs> Ah! I was bit by Nazis. <laughs> it was Nazis. Okay, John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I Let heard it in my voice. Like, in okay. Nazi Germany. <laughs> She's a Nazi, George. So, we thankfully we had a voice of reason within this conference. Dr. William G. Schaufler would become the biggest voice of reason we can trust this man. Um, He was one of New Jersey's most respected medical doctors, and he stated unequivocally that there's not the slightest doubt that a man-eating shark inflicted the injuries, Uh, but it was lost in the sea of naysayers. But there were two more (laughs) fatal attacks before they were deciding, oh, maybe he's onto something. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, July 12th, 1916, a single shark killed two kids and almost a third uh, in Matawan, it was 11 miles inland and nowhere near the beach because it was in a big-ass river. So, no one ever saw large man-eating sharks in the muddy waters of Matohan Creek before. Uh, so, Thomas Cottrell was one of the witnesses to this. He was a fisherman in the town. He saw a menacing form swim under the town's bridge, and he had heard about the attacks and, like, that they were shark attacks, and so he was like, oh, shit. He ran through the town. Warned everybody he could find. He said he had seen a shark about eight feet long, but no one believed him, as he did not think that an ocean-going shark could ever come this far inland. He had just missed warning a group of kids that were young workers from a local basket factory, and one of them was 11 years old, Lester Stilwell, wadded into the creek before his friends. Um, It was not long before the water did turn red, and the rest of the boys 
ran into the town <laughs> to get help. So people could not find Lester. They still would not believe that it was a shark of, that attacked him. Um, some people thought that he w- they were pulling a prank on them, and others thought that he had an epileptic seizure and, like, drowned. Um, in so blood? 20- in, in the creek. Um, so one of a uh, local tailor, 23-year-old Watson Stanley Fisher, swam into the creek to find the youngster. He came back to the dive and struggled to find footing near the shore. Uh, one witness claimed Fisher had Lester's body with him, although nobody uh, could confirm that. So then a dark shape slammed into him from his right and pulled him under and attacked him repeatedly. Um, he hit the shark with his fists that people could see, um, and it wasn't until a rowboat beat the shark with oars that the creature finally let go. Uh, ten pounds of flesh were torn away from his thigh. All that was left was bone. He was taken to a, a train and route to a hospital and died two hours later after the attack. So, because we have to keep going on this adventure of people keep getting in the fucking water... Like, in the same creek, like, less than 30 minutes after the attack, Joseph Dunn was swimming downstream in (laughs) Mattawa Creek. He was mere feet from a dock ladder when he felt a tug on his leg. Uh, Two of his friends pulled on his arms, uh, trying to get him up the ladder. His leg was bleeding, but he lived after the shark let go. Uh, What saved him was that the shark did not bite any of his major arteries like the others. So, in the end, Lester Stillwell's maimed little body was found. So that's when the shark hysteria went completely oh. full peak. Um, President Woodrow Wilson called a meeting in the White House, agreed to give federal aid to drive away all the ferocious man-eating sharks which had been making prey of bathers, according to a July 14th, 1960 article in the Philadelphia Inquirer. So... <laughs> Woodrow Wilson never ceases fucking up. Just fuck it up, Woodrow. Yeah. yeah. That's my hot-ass day. <laughs> yeah. So ships that moved in and out of New Jersey and New York were on high alert. Some reported schools of large sharks moving throughout the area. Um, At the suggestion of scientists, safety nets were erected around beaches. Ships went into the ocean armed with rifles, harpoon guns, and axes. Uh, They used sheep guts to lure sharks in. And there is a picture of a man named Michael Sessler with the great white shark he captured in Raritan Bay. Uh, The shark was the suspect of the deaths of four people in the shark attacks. They believed it was the shark that they caught. Um, there's even a reward for boats that killed possible man-eating sharks. So, big full swing into, we're gonna go hunt some fucking sharks from sharks do not attack people to, let's go get some. Um, Can't allow that's how the bad rep got started and haunts it to this day. Uh, so the town of Madawan was incensed. The shark killed two of its own and almost killed a third. So, people took to dynamiting the water to find the beast, much like one guy did in Jaws. He threw dynamite in the water. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's a good callback Jaws did, then. Throw the dynamite in the water. Um, so the hunt was dubbed uh, the Jersey Maneater. Uh, it was sprawled up and down the East Coast. It was hailed as the largest scale animal hunt in history. Uh, they hauled up uh, a few days later, a dragnet caught what they thought was the killer. It was a 350-pound, seven-and-a-half-foot great white shark. It was a battle because the shark was about as long as the boat itself, um, and so everybody was really happy when they came ashore and they had the shark with them. Um, so they inspected, allegedly, doctors inspected the innards of the shark and found inside a stomach a human shin bone and a rib. Um, although nobody could be sure that they had there captured the same shark as the one which killed the first two victims, there's also no more deaths after these shark attacks in 1916 when this one was brought to the shore and killed. Um, so... It was 
me, the lone shark that did kill all four of them while wounding another. <laughs> lone shark. Lone shark, baby. Um, so like, and they didn't didn't it's really gay. know though for certain because like shark science <laughs> yeah. was not really a thing back then. It was at best basics. Uh, so no one knows precisely what happened, why this occurred to this mm. day. There's only speculation. And that's the 1916 shark attacks that inspired Peter Benchley to write Jaws, which then inspired the movie, which then catapulted a huge, like, renown for, you know, sharks <laughs> are evil, sharks are mean, even though that's all bullshit, obviously, but at the time. Hi, Charlie. Come in. Yeah. Here's my cat. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the that's oh. the real-life events of the 1916 shark attacks that began this whole... <laughs> mess so <laughs> well i do have yes. some shark facts Tell to pepper sharks. into that actually the um the sharks uh most mm. culpable for human attacks are not mm. gray whites they are bull sharks because mm. bull sharks will swim in both oh, fresh yeah. and salt water <laughs> and they have the highest level of testosterone of any living creature oh my god i i forget i forget what the um actual measurements are but their level of testosterone as compared to like an adult human man a normal a normal standard man is about 200 <laughs> times more <laughs> like they are aggressive they uh, a lot of sharks mm-hmm. auto cannibalize yeah. in the womb anyway so uh, bull sharks yeah. are among those to do that but um yeah people just pick great whites because they're one of the biggest carnivorous uh they look absolutely terrifying and the people are like oh that looks like an enemy yeah Yeah. it's true but honestly they they have the temperament of like dogs like an aggressive dog but not like more they it's not a killing machine we know this it's an animal they're not gonna do anything oh yeah that's that's very true with sharks and like oh shit Uh, that's actually oh, yeah. my plan for my 30th birthday because the aquarium Woo-hoo. the aquarium near me uh, lets nice. you swim in the big yeah. uh, deep ocean tank. Yes. Yeah, so I'm saving up for that. Oh, it's damn. it's quite a yeah. lot and I have to get scuba certified first, nice. but uh, that's my 30th plan. And I'm yeah. as of recording this, I'm 26. What so are you with that. like nurse sharks or something? Because <laughs> I hear that they're safe to swim with. No. Oh, yeah, no. Nurse sharks are actually yes. uh, some of my favorite sharks. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> shark, uh, nurse sharks are some of the only um, social sharks that there are. It's yeah. them and um, hammerheads. Hammerheads actually swim in schools, uh, and because of their uh, extensive sensors in their snouts, they can sense magnetic fields of uh, underwater volcanoes, oh and they mostly travel along those. But nurse sharks sleep in groups of up to 20 other sharks. <laughs> And yes, they actually do sleep. A lot of people think that they can't because they'll die, but they can because they can uh, force water over their gills. I did not know that at all. Shark facts, shark facts. Yeah, yeah, shark facts. You'll see uh, sharks actually do this. So um, sometimes uh, researchers to uh, implant trackers and tags on sharks, they'll flip them over on their backs and they'll put them in a state of what is called tonic immobility, which is basically a docile state. And then you can watch the shark like do little gasping motions to oh keep water God. going over their gills. It's actually really Yay! cute. Shark facts. I'm so glad I got to say yeah. shark facts. I was I was, I was worried I might not. <laughs> Hell yeah, sharks are great. They're 
it, you're never gonna see more physical yeah. variety of one type of animal really <laughs> like there there's sharks for all occasions <laughs> tree sharks ghost sharks you know sand oh, sharks which is nice. a movie on sci-fi and it's terrible oh my god yes uh yeah oh, actually that, that was uh me and my fiance's first my date god. movie was uh ghost sharks yeah oh my god oh yeah i think one of my favorite sharks yeah. is just it's like a little <laughs> tiny shark called the cookie cutter shark because it just takes little bites out of various yes. creatures and then it just like that's enough and it swims away and then there's the creepy ass the gremlin shark <laughs> gremlin lurks, shark. the goblin shark i call him the gremlin shark goblin no shark. please do because i i fuck sorry up. i don't mean to be like this um, the goblin shark which has like those ex- isn't it like their jaws can like snap out like they can extend out yeah i'll, um, I'll do that well actually oh, okay. uh, all sharks do that yeah uh most Actually, most uh, ocean creatures do that. Um, moray <laughs> eels specifically have two oh sets of jaws, very much uh, xenomorph style. And yes, no, there's this story, this diver, uh, he was like exploring the coral reefs and um, yeah. in certain diving schools, you can feed the animals and they'll give you little hot dogs to do that because they like hot dogs. But um, he ran out and the moray eel decided that he was not done eating. So he clamped his outer jaws on the guy's Ooh. hand and used his little oh jaws God. to just pop the thumb out of the socket. And oh, yes, abs- the ocean's horrifying and I love oh it. <laughs> Deep ocean facts. Deep ocean Deep facts. Ocean facts. So, I guess so speaking of hot dogs. To the final <laughs> segment, which might be the longest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of eels, um, gay. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. About this, because oh my god, because like like I like we mentioned at the beginning, there's a love triangle kind of going in the book, and Brody and Hooper hate each other so much, but then uh, Peter Benchley and Carl Gottlieb they decided they were just gonna throw that out, and I guess Richard Dreyfuss definitely helped with this. And they decided, hey, let's make Brody and Hooper like each other so much that they look really fucking gay to any LGBT audience. Uh, oh yeah, they touch each other constantly throughout the movie within the first two days. Of like in the first five other. hours, like Hooper's touching Brody That's like true. all the time, and I'm just like, can we chill? <laughs> He's married, dude. Ellen knows that sometimes her husband just just needs that D. She's fine. Well, no, I was going to say three-way, but yeah, divorce. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting a divorce. No, like the scene in Hannibal, like, what kind of party is this? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I went the other route. No, um, can we talk about... (laughs) Oh, literally. Uh, can we talk about the absolute audacity of Hooper just taking his dinner and eating? He lets him. I know, but that's so weird. You've never been to his house before. You're mildly hungry. And you're like, can I have your he dinner? He brings the two wine. And then... He does bring two bottles of wine. That I yeah, Okay, he's earned it. And Brody just looks like he's like opening one. And he just looks like... His like face is just like, can't believe I'm attracted to this dumbass boy. I gotta get drunk about this. Dumbass oh my rich god, boy. I know, right? He's like, he kept asking, like, how rich he is. I'm like, are you out to risk it all, bro? Would you risk it all? <laughs> this chief and oceanographer aren't in love, and there's nothing the straights can do about it. It's true. Um, well, while we're talking about, like, inner cast uh, relationships, I do want to point out that uh, Robert Shaw and Richard yep. Dreyfus hated each oh, other yeah. for real. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Oh, they fucking despise oh, yeah. each other. That's why it was so real on the screen, because they hated being around each other so much. Like, they almost got into several fights because Robert Shaw kept yeah. drinking on set. It was pissing Richard yeah. off. Yeah. He's like, you keep showing up drunk every day. And he's like, mind your yeah. fucking business. <laughs> mind your business! I'm him. Mind your business. And just, like, oh in the, the faces that, like, he pulls whenever... Uh, uh, Robert yeah. Shaw's character, uh, Quint, walks away and there's one point he just, like, sticks his tongue out and is just, like, holding the corners of his mouth I'm like, are you five? <laughs> he is five. And then he's, like, up on the top of the crow's nest and he's just, like, <laughs> muttering angrily. <laughs> so mad all the time. <laughs> uh, saying, that's why I love him so much, because he's just a snark like, he knows he's better than everyone, and he genuinely <laughs> is. And he's, like, not gonna let people forget that. He's like, I'm fucking smarter than you, I know what's going on, I'm more skilled than you, and I'm richer than you. Fuck off and die. He literally stays because he knows that, like, everyone's gonna die if he doesn't. He's like, I'm, I gotta go, and then sees, like, ten men on a tiny boat. He's like, okay, oh my god. He's five foot five and total, full of rage and fish knowledge. <laughs> it's all we can really ask of him. Uh, God. It's, just, it's just so gay like I can't help it it's just very gay it's good one of my favorite moments um, and I made I actually at one point uh, made a whole Tumblr post that was just gifts of them yes. being married uh, but when Hooper is frustrated with the mayor he just like slaps Brody on the stomach and he's like yeah, I can't fucking like... do this goodbye <laughs> and then Brody has to chase him down and drag him physically yeah, like, back into the one hand on the chest one hand kind of on his stomach and I'm just like oh, you don't need to for like five hours can you stop can you calm down <laughs> okay and I'm like no one does this no one acts stop, like stop this it. stop this <laughs> fuck man when you're God, just too and angry the, and gay. look on Brody's face when they pull up the shark cage and Hooper's not in it and he just like drops it angrily into the like ocean like he's so fucking pissed and like he never really reacts like that yeah. really anywhere else besides like when his kid went into shock at the beach and I was like so like the only thing that makes sense is if they're like in love check and mate it's law so <laughs> this is my same argument about Mission Impossible <laughs> not Fallout. Fuck, Rogue Nation. God! How embarrassing for you. <laughs> you! Oh my god. Uh. Oh, and, and just the... When they're with the mayor and, like, they're trying to make, like, their case, they're, like, going in between each other's sentences and just, like, like, tandinging off of each other just, like, easily. And I'm like... I, this is an easy rapport. How do you do that with somebody you've known for like five hours? Maybe. Some people just have natural chemistry. And it's just, I mean, yeah. that's what it is. And they also swam home together in the sunset. So like. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> to that end, uh, Brody's main character. Well, Brody, I could talk a lot about Brody too, because he yeah. has a lot of uh, very quiet character development that I really appreciate. Um, but his main thing is that he hates the water. That's why this is, like, the biggest issue for him, because not mm -hmm. only is he charged with protecting the entire island, who is looking to him as the sole protector, but he has to conquer a personal fear of fucking drowning again, because he drowned when he was a child. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, through it all, he and Hooper swim very easily t together back to the shore at the end, and I feel like that's just kind of indicative of their relationship. <laughs> That's, I love Hooper, it. Hooper really helps him find another part of himself, and I, re I appreciate that. I respect it. I like it. 
I'm down. I'm just fascinated by all this because I like have no horse in this race and like didn't play Jaws at all this way, and I'm just like, oh hell yeah, all right, maybe gay. <laughs> hell yeah, what? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what? Like I've only seen this movie a couple times. Like and right. I just love how invested you are in it. I'm, I'm glad oh, you're Oh god, here. yeah. I went and I went. God. I wanted to see just how many fix there might have been on Ao3, and there was like three. <laughs> Oh. oh, so you'll be interested to know then. Back in my live journal days, I would role play with one of my friends some uh, Jaws stuff. Oh my god! Good old, mm-hmm. good old yeah, live we, that, So those fix are actually still on uh, fanfiction.net. Oh and see if you can find them, listening audience, because oh, yes. I'll never tell so you. Cool. <laughs> you'll you'll probably be able to figure out which one it is. <laughs> it's it's good. No, yeah, I, I've loved these guys for a very long time. To that end, uh, one of my very good friends for my birthday made me this beautiful framed uh, photo of Brody and Hooper together at the end of the movie, and it says, uh, smooth sailing. Oh on Oh my the- god. <laughs> it's so cute. It, it's I, I really appreciate that. And I chalked this movie up to being the one that made me gay. <laughs> it's just... It's the story of men... And the, and, the, and the bond that grows between them. Oh my god. Jura's chilling on a boat. <laughs> Five feet apart because they're not gay. They are. They are gay. Oh yeah. my god. No, I just, ah, this fucking movie. There's just so much about it that I love, obviously. It's wonderful. And it just, Oh, it's, it's just so good. Like, I, no matter how many times I watch it, it's just, like, I, I love it. Like, I can never tire of watching it. And I don't have a lot of movies like that. So, so when you get them, it's it feels, it's like really, it's like Pacific Rim. I could watch that shit. So I'm like 24 hours oh, a day. Yeah. And I'd be like, mm. hell yeah, let's do it. Let's watch it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, hell it. yeah. Um, uh, just, yeah, don't, don't read the book. Uh, if you don't want to, because I, I don't recommend don't it. don't read. Don't never read. Just <laughs> It's... <laughs> what book? book. No, um, I... The way I described the book when I first read it, because I was very deeply... Not that I'm not deeply into Jaws, but it was more of an obsession in the days yeah. that I was role-playing. Um, I read the book to see what more content I could mine from it, and the way I described it back then was uh, a demented biology textbook. <laughs> Because Peter Benchley really wants you to know how much he knows about I shark anatomy. I so much, you guys. I did all this work! It's not like the biggest page turner, but it's it's no. really not. I saw him just like New York Times bestseller, and I'm like, well, that means nothing anymore ever since. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anybody can get anything published, it, so you know. But it's like, it's not the worst book, but it's not like, um, fucking the book thief or good omens which i will like reread over and over again so it's it's yeah i i'll probably just donate my book honestly god because it's probably just gonna sit on my shelf forever if i don't um but the movie yeah yes i donated i have the i have an original copy from like 1973 uh which is actually not worth any money so i'm gonna (laughs) hang on to it but uh i did recently donate my copies of jaws 2 and jaws the revenge um but I do have an original book from 1976, I think, Ooh. The Making of Jaws, yes. that my dad got me. Yeah, it's this nice little paperback about how they shot the movie, which is the reason I know yeah, a lot of this interpersonal <laughs> stuff. I think, like, this movie was cursed with the mechanical Jaws thing because when the theme parks uh, in, like, 
California and Florida had mechanical sharks for their Jaws rides, half the time they wouldn't work either. <laughs> um, thankfully, the one that I went uh. on when I was 10 years old, uh, and I was right near the part where the shark jumps out of the water, thank you, parents, uh, <laughs> it was Don't working fine that right day. <laughs> All I remember of that ride Thanks. is that it was like a cart, like one of those, like, you know, uh, the the one at uh, Universal Studios, you know, that tram, but it's, it's like part on of the a... studio tour? Yeah, the studio yeah. tour. Except okay. this one was, like, on, a, like, a railroad-looking kind of track. And we went to this part where there was a bunch of water on either side of us. And at the time, again, 10 years old, an idiot, didn't know anything. I saw somebody come out on my side uh, that was wearing, like, a scuba diving mask and gear, and he was waving to us, and he went underwater, and I was like, oh, okay. And then suddenly the water turned red. Mm-hmm. And then a yeah. giant shark yep. jumped up next to us. And I was like, great. Thank you. Yep. They, they, they actually killed, killed a man, man live on stage. Wait, so did they do it in, like, the, the parting of the Red Sea area? I guess. Because uh, I never, it was not down now, in Florida. It was in California. Okay, um, yeah. Cause, well, because, so. like, now they have, oh. now they have, like, a whole little setup of, like, a little, of, like, a little ver- version of Amity. Mm. And, like, all of that happens, but it's not... Maybe I'm just imagining yeah. the wrong thing. Because there is another part of the studio tour that's part of, like, the... I think the Ten Commandments. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, this is how we potted the Red Sea! But did they used to have the oh shark God. at that part? Yeah! It was well, I'm, like I'm jealous of Florida because they Why have not? an actual Jaws ride. And we don't. Yeah. They had it in, um... Yeah. Universal Florida, uh, which yeah. they had an entire Amity Island section. It was so, so cute, and they, they demolished it, it oh. for Diagon Alley. Thank you, yeah. J.K. Rowling, for crushing things. my dreams they used yet to have, again. Like, in, the, in the Hollywood one, there, there was like a, not a whole section, but like there was a, a hanging shark for photo ops. You can look yeah. Like like I remember that. Yeah. yeah. There is. Yeah, they still had the hanging shark, but the they had like it was all done yeah. up for Aww. like Fourth of July, and it, it was like Happy Fourth of July from Amity Island. It was really cute, but then they got rid of all that, and they just yeah. have the shark kind of like. If you do go to like I think now. it's like Japan, there is still a Jaws ride that is going on there. Um, it's the only mm-hmm. one left in the world. Um, I do remember somebody did an AMA on Reddit because they worked the Jaws ride down in uh, Florida. And people were asking him a bunch of questions, and he said, like, the wildest thing that he saw happen was somebody did go over the side of the boat, um, and they were right near where, like, one of the mechanical sharks is. And it's not so much the shark that would freak me out, it's all the mechanics underneath it that could potentially catch you and, like, kill you. So, they did ask if anybody did any weddings on the boat, and they said, no, but we had a proposal. So I was like, dream, dream. Aww. Yeah, it was, it was a so wild ass thing to read because I was just like, I, yeah, this that was a whole that was a whole thing, and now it's all gone, and no one will ever know. <laughs> no one will know. That's that's the case of most yeah. original rides at Universal Studios. They're all fucking gone. Yep. I'm like mad about it. You guys Except still have ET. E. Because <laughs> well, they Steven took Spielberg it down. And, will they not let them take it down. Years ago. Like he has. <laughs> they won't let it go. There's oh, just, it's still there in there's Orlando. There's more space in Orlando because like, it's not a working. Yeah, um, no, that's not even that. Water anything, so they can expand more. Right. That's true. Well, uh, no, Steven Spielberg like has a contract Ooh. out that they're not allowed to even update it. Like it's oh the same God. thing that I used to ride when I was like eight years old. 
like and i know that because we went back a couple years ago and it is the exact fucking same they have not painted anything they haven't cleaned anything up (laughs) and i love that because universal (laughs) is always like the dirty version of disney world and that's why i enjoy it so let's just let it it's not polished at all feel like we feel all the time Yeah, this has turned into a promotion for Universal Studios. Why not? Hey, fine. Yeah, why not? Hire me. Fuck it. I don't care. Any last words y'all have on Jaws? It's a great movie. (laughs) Um. Oh yeah. It's been in my favorites on my letterbox ever since I made a letterbox. So that's how much I hold it close and near and dear to my heart, (laughs) and always probably will. So. Yeah. That's that's it's a great movie. If you're mm-hmm. scared of sharks, probably not the best movie for you to see. Yeah. Um, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> get over that's it. what I had to do. I used to have nightmares, and now I fucking love sharks. So deal with it. I had nightmares about the dog from the Sandlot movie what when the I was fuck? younger. So if I can get over that, I did. I was really I was like five when that movie came out, or whatever, however long it came out. I was really small, and I my grandma let me watch it at her house once and I thought the dog was in the closet I was of the bedroom I was staying in so I was a child what do you want (laughs) okay Sebastian where can people find you on I am uh, the little nan underscore art on Instagram and Twitter that's uh, T-H-E-L-I-L-N-A-N underscore art and I do fan art mostly good omens these days but I'm also open for commissions so uh, hit me up hey. commission them they're amazing do it what about you Kate you can find me at Panster Alliance on Twitter and I co-run the, the Twitter account at Horror Time Pod right? yes <laughs> on Facebook as well just, uh, I just always tell your friends about us. <laughs> yeah, give us give us some reviews, ratings on uh, ap- yeah. Apple I- iTunes, iPods, all that stuff. Um, just spread the word because we don't really have much else to how to spread out to people. We're not but... doing anything else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're lazy by nature. Um, so, but uh, just let us go, know what you guys think. If you guys have any uh, suggestions for any movies that you want to see us cover. Uh, just like send us a message on Twitter or Facebook or just add us and we'll probably respond really quickly because we're on our phones all the time so we love to interact with you guys so uh, thank you for tuning in to one of our longest episodes ever this was so much fun I'm so glad we got to cover this Sebastian you can come anytime thank you and you know I will (laughs) yes we'll see you guys next week week. bye goodbye